Special Agent John Hartley, FBI. Been tracking your scores for a while now. Every city, every heist. Now that you've been tagged with red notices, you've become the world's most wanted criminals. And I'm the only one who can bring you in. Where'd you get that jacket? It's a statement piece. Somewhere there's a very nude cow whispering. Worth it. Looking for something specific or just browsing? You're under arrest. Oh my god. Read the room. Girls will keep the secret. You wanna arrest me? So long boys make a noise. Arrest me. I just want the egg. Yeah. Help me catch her and I will help you. Teamwork. Direct, you know we get there. Team, team, team. It feels weird in my mouth. No Hello, boys. How's it going with your partner in crime? We're work wise. We're not work wise. Sis sister wise. We're not any kind of wise. We both know that this whole thing is going to end with you in handcuffs. Promises. Promises. Don't you heard about me, right? Bye bye, Agent John Hartley. Yeah, let's attack it. All right, go, 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 go. Welcome to the movie podcast. That's right, movie the podcast. It is faster, the faster. third week of uh, uh, Kevin Cost November, and we guess what? It was my birthday week, so now we got to watch a movie that I got to pick, which is Red Notice, and we made a mistake, or I made a mistake. Who knows anymore? Let's get into it. Whatever we watch this week, uh, well, Sean. We, go go oh, slower. You're giving me fucking anxiety. I was like giving the Micro Machines I, I, guy I, I, thing. We I are, don't like this at all. Our birthday record is horrendous. <laughs> Mine is. I'm. I'm. I'm oafing on like the last two. So yeah. What was yeah. My, like, if I if, was... if my if my third birthday pick in a row is under like a net say five i think i'll just throw myself from a no, bridge I, I think at our birthdays at this point we got to go with like the the bubble screen or the quarterback draw like just something <laughs> safe and just watch fucking Willow. Willow. Do because, like, every yeah every time we reach for something it is just fucking uh, our reach right. exceeds our grasp no hot garbage I, I can't re what was your birthday one sean I don't my know. last one was um yeah. uh, uh fucking blood of heroes oh yeah <laughs> You know that movie sucks, but at least like we remember it, and we it comes up a lot. Like, yeah, you're not you know, gonna not forget about the Juggers. Yeah, and mine was Turbo. You didn't get kid. a birthday. Yeah. you didn't get a birthday pick this year. Didn't I? Oh, I picked. Um, I mean, you you should have. No, I picked something that like we all actually wanted to watch. It was it was uh, on theme, wasn't it? Possibly, it was like something that had just come out or was just. Uh, Shit, I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, your birthday's in September, September, right? Squad? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was the new Suicide, <laughs> was the suicide squad. squad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was good. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, what did I watch? I didn't watch any movies, but I'm glad Alex on here because I know he's going to boo me off the podcast because of this. I watched the Spider-Man trailer. <laughs> oh, I didn't watch it. I uh, I'm abstaining. I was watching it and I realized like I don't give like a fuck about this at all. Like wow. at all. And I don't know if I just become an old man or it's the movie's fault or am I out of touch? Or it's probably the children like <laughs> it's just like this like weird nostalgia bait for shit that happened a year ago, I, it feels you like don't, you know, I know you don't like movies that are just like look at me, I'm God, nostalgia. I don't like movies. Full stop. Oh. At this point. <laughs> Damn. No, go ahead. No, I, I know, like, 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 I know that movie that I should. That's what we should have revisited for my birthday. That uh, fanboys movie that I liked that everyone was like, it's just callbacks to Star Wars, which I'll probably hate now, which yeah. now I'll feel terrible about. But I remember that coming up. It's like it's not a movie. It's just like, hey, remember me? And yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if I, I watched. I watched the Spider Man trailer, and I was like, I was interested, but I could definitely see how it's very, hey, remember me. Like, Hey, remember Mysterio? Well, I'm sure Doctor Strange will turn out to be Mysterio. That's why he's that terrible Scooby Doo line that comes up twice. Mm. But yeah, that fucking, would make sense. yeah, like the it just where they. I know TJ, you didn't see the trailer. Did everybody else see the trailer? I watch it. Yes, I saw plenty of memes from the trailer. So Spoilers I feel like I for the trailer? trailer? Question mark. Where it's like, fucking, what's your name? Otto Octavius. <laughs> really? No, what's your real name? Didn't they already do that joke with Doctor Strange once in a movie? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I just... Uh, I think I'm just out. I'm out on superhero movies for a while until they bring something weird to the table. Like, I just can't. I couldn't be less interested. And I love the Spider-Verse, but I think we had, like, very low expectations. Yeah. Going did, you to not see like, that. did you not like Homecoming or Far From Home? I didn't see f- the second one. I thought Far From Home was good. Far From Home was good. Yeah, I yeah, thought well. the first one was fine. You know, but that's what it is. It's all just everything. And we'll get into this when we talk about a uh, fucking red tail notice. Like, I'm just tired of movies that just feel like they've been boiled down to like appeal to every single human being on earth. Like, yeah. it, like I don't want to sound like a basement incel, but they've kind of like just hammered out all the rough edges of comic books that made them kind of interesting and thought provoking, at least for these type of movies. Well, and if you hate just... that kind of movie, you should avoid Titan. <laughs> yeah, right. If there's ever, if there's ever been a film for the masses, yeah, uh, yeah. it's that. Yeah, it's, it's a, that's a real four quadrant banger. But like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a film for like 55 people. <laughs> you could get all those people into a conference room at a holiday inn. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know why I'm so burnt out on it. Like, it just, everything feels so samey. Yeah, I'm just like okay. Yeah, we did. Well, that. It's like, like I mean, I had like we'll we'll get into it later, but I I think maybe that same. I get I guess you're saying the same thing, but like it just feels safe. It's just like it's all yeah. just super safe. But like I don't expect them to make like fucking uh, climax for a Marvel movie, but like I don't know. Don't haven't they earned enough fucking points at this point to like try something? What's well, what I thought Wandavision was like? Like I felt like Wandavision was risky. Well, you, I don't think you've seen it yet, but Shang-Chi is pretty different. Like, it's like a fucking, it's just a straight-up, like, martial arts movie. Yeah. Like, with, with, like, mystical elements. Like, I felt like that was a pretty, it's a pretty big departure. Like, well, the biggest risk, I mean, it's not risky, but it is, it's risky in the sense that they're betting on a character no one's heard of. But as a movie, yeah, it's very good. 
Yeah, I, yeah I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't expect them to make Spider-Man rain or all this other weird shit. But, like, they have the capacity to. I want them to make Spider-Man 2099. I mean, yeah, I'd be into that. Like, just, That'd be rad. Just give me something besides this, like, fucking joke machine movie that, I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm just having, like, an old man moment. But well, Disney, Disney owning all the properties doesn't isn't going to move I the mean, needle really in that direction. Would it have made? Yeah, you're right for sure. But like, would it have made a difference if it was still Marvel Studios? Like, it might have. I doubt. I, I mean, I mean, probably not though, right? Because they want the they want the money. Like, don't get it twisted. I feel like I predicted like a lot of this before all that Disney shit happened on this show specifically, talking about like how homogenized these movies were gonna get. But it's like it's really bad now. But anyway, that was it. Uh Alec. Alec. Potato salad. I watched two things. Two things? One of which is right hot off the presses, right? Yeah, you yeah. just you just got done. It's still sopping wet. Yeah. <laughs> in your in your mind. You gotta open <clears throat> it back up like a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh I just oh. I just oh. finished. <laughs> Actually I watched three things, but I'm not gonna three talk things? about things. You guys are gonna have to watch it in a few months. Oh, um, oh, oh! The thing you texted us about, or whatever, uh, or is on Facebook. Oh, the Facebook message, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I just finished Get Out for like oh. a second or third time. Oh, solid. Like movie. that movie's that movie's excellent, and it's we'll a watch shame that, that together, you couldn't right? follow it up. Or uh, me and Gogs watched it together at some point. No, or maybe oh, at I... some point. I initially saw it on my own. Yeah, I went to an empty theater. Ooh. Um, but Get Out is excellent. Uh, it's a hell of a hell of a first or hell of a debut uh, yeah. right out of the gates to make something so uh, interesting and uh, different. Shame! It's a shame what happened after that. Jordan Jordan Peele is is Duncan Jones 2.0, I think, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, that movie's great. Everybody's great in it. It's really fun. I especially like all the weird white people who I don't think are actual actors who have weird deliveries of every line they say. Oh, the like um, the like other people that show up there at the auction or whatever. Yeah, the like elites or whatever you want to call them. But I don't think any of them are actors. I think they just like went to like a country club or a backwoods jamboree and grabbed people <laughs> and were like, Hey, want to be in a movie? Here's five bucks and a coupon to Bojangles. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dude, Bojangles rocks. But yeah, that movie is, uh, that movie is excellent. Um, and I also watched, uh, Shang Chi, which oh. I enjoyed a lot. Nice. Is that what you just finished? No, I just finished. Get yeah, out. just finished. Get out. Oh, you get out. Sorry. I watched Shang Chi last night, and it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, everybody's really good at it. I thought uh, it's a fun story. It's a uh, the martial arts fighting is great. I like all the different blends of different styles of martial arts from like other movies you've seen. You have like yeah. the crouching tiger stuff. You have just like straight up 
people beating the shit out of each other. Uh, I like that that scene. I watched it this weekend too. I like that scene on the bus that was most akin to like an old boy hallway fight, where he's like fighting his way back through the bus against uh, Ivan Drago's kid. It turned out. Oh, so that's yep. who that was. Oh shit! Yep. Yeah, he looked familiar. Um, I did not. Oh, speaking of, real quick, TJ, see if you if they uh, if you can find. I hate being to keep asking shit like this. See if you can find that Rocky Four director's cut. It supposedly came out the other day. It's not out digitally oh. yet. I but gotcha. I will I'll, as soon as it as soon as I can get it, I'll put it up. Um. Yeah, I'm glad they took the razor fist design and actually gave him an actual hand and didn't yeah, have him have yeah. two razor arms, which is like the stupidest. Ridiculous is, design. Is Razor Fist like a, a well in the is he, comics, is he an actual too. Marvel character? Like, like oh, he's like yeah, a yeah. comic established yeah. character. I never yeah, heard oh, of him oh, before. Oh, yeah. I was Dare, thinking of uh, Daredevil uh, comics. I think Ripclaw from Cyber Force. Daredevil. Cyber Force. Daredevil and I think Punisher. He's like a, but he has in the comics he has two razor hands. He doesn't have he, any normal hands. How would he yeah, ever use the forearms? Oh. He wipes his ass with his elbows. Yeah, he jacks off with his forearms. He just pinches it and like titty fucks his forearms. Oh, now I'm now I know what I'm doing later tonight. <laughs> it's just a terrible idea for a character. Um, but, yeah, excellent. I like everybody. In, I like. Yeah. Go ahead, Al. No, I'm done. No, what were you saying? Or er, Gogs. Well, I mean, if we want to come talk about Shang Chi, it's the only other. It's the only thing I watched of Merit, which I also really enjoyed. I like the yeah everything Alex said. Fucking this guy is this guy Simu Liu. I'm not familiar. Was he in other stuff? I mean, he must have been right. I'd I'd never seen him before, but I thought he was great. I'm not familiar with his work. Um, apparently he was in Taken. Uh, I'm just looking him up right now. I thought he was really good. I thought he was really charming. I liked Aquafina in it. I normally don't. I care for her, but I thought she was good in it. Um, I like, I and they like, like Alex said, like all the the fact you could see all the cut, like you could see everybody fighting. Like they pulled back, there wasn't a ton of cuts. I like that. Yeah. Um, it was, just, it was, it was a blast. And then I, I watched that Tony Long was really good in it. Like I thought, as the villain, I thought he was great. I think, like, I think he brought a lot to the movie because the guy from the the fucking John Woo movies. Yeah. Oh yep. shit. And the other guy from Infernal Affairs, yeah, been in a million Hong Kong movies, yeah, he's the villain in the movie. Um, but he's good because he's got like he's like a good Marvel villain because he's got like dimension and he's not just like I want to destroy the world. Like, there's like more to his character, and I thought that was really cool. Like, and he's essentially like the real Mandarin, which is interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. So watch that. Watch Hell Comes to Frog Town, and watch half of. Uh... Last night in Soho, and I started watching something this afternoon, which I'm going to finish. But now I'm curious if anyone else has seen it. It's called like Last Last Mission to Mars or Last Day on Mars with Liev Shriver. Didn't mm-hmm. we watch that on the show? Did we? I didn't. I feel like we watched it on the show. The Last Days on Mars? Or no? Didn't we? Watch, was that Red Planet? We watched. Uh, no, we watched Ghosts of Mars. I thought we watched some terrible Mars-related film. We a watched long time that ago. that fucking found footage Apollo thirteen Moon. movie. That maybe that's Apollo eighteen. Yeah, we watched that. Yeah, yeah that, that was awful. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else I watched? 
Oh, I started watching um Ted Lasso now, which I really, yeah. really like. That's I gotta like finish that up. I heard the second season gets darker, but I liked what I saw. It's really I like Jason Sudeikis a lot. He's really, really charming and upbeat in it. It's kind of nice. I, I like Alec, you really like that show, right? Alec. Uh oh, we lost Alec. Alex I'm assuming uh, mods mods asleep post nudes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Alec. I remember Alec liking it. I liked uh, the two uh, lead British chicks because they're very hot. The one one su- one super tall. The one big big bitch and the little bitch. They're both hot. <laughs> misogyny, mm. real misogyny hours here. Movie the podcast. Wait. I mean, that's every week with you guys. Pretty much. Uh, but um, anything else, guys? Nope, that's it, TJ. I didn't watch anything. I was gonna watch. Uh, I was gonna watch last night in Soho, but I ran out of time. I watched the first three episodes of the live-action Cowboy Bebop. It's like horrendous. Um, <laughs> they need to just cut. Never make live-action adaptations of anime anymore because it just doesn't work. I think, like, the only one that was, like, halfway decent was the Ghost in the Shell movie that everyone hated but actually was pretty good. Yeah. Do, you have a lot of, do you have a lot of affinity for the original? I think it's one of the best, like, anime series ever made. Like, it's also, like... Simple yes would have been fine. Yes, same, though. But, like, it was also, like, it, a lot of our kind of introduction to those shows on Adult Swim, you know what I mean? At least mine. I feel like Cowboy Bebop is like the anime to get. If somebody's like, I don't, I don't like anime. Like, what should I watch? Watch that. Like, everybody likes it. It's just good. Like, it's just more great. so than Dragon Ball. Yes, Dra- Dragon oh. Ball. I wouldn't recommend Dragon Ball to like anyone. Dragon Ball is like fun, but like it's like hyper decompressed. It like takes forever to do anything. Like, Dragon Ball is a very young man's anime. But, like, I wouldn't give that to, like, a cat, like, somebody that's looking to get into it. Like, Cowboy Bebop, they're 24-minute episodes. It's very digestible. It's kind of, the animation's, like, cool, but it's not, like, over-the-top and, like, cutesy or whatever. Like, it's it's cool. It's just a cool show. Um, the music's great. But the live action, it just felt like, I saw, like, Sean actually sent me a clip from the show that introduces one of the characters, Ed who, like, her introduction feels like something off of, like, Nickelodeon. Like, it's, like, really, like, corny and just, like, I get the character in the show is, is like, the the normal anime, like, manic character. Like, that's a, a trope in anime. And it works in anime. It, it, when you try to translate that into live action, it just comes off as being really, really annoying. And it's just not good. Like... Um, what's his name? Uh, what John Cho is that his name? He played yeah. Sulu in the Star Trek movies. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's correct. I like that actor, but he's like way too old to play the lead character Spike. Like I, I saw like the still images and all the promo stuff months ago, and it didn't really bother me. But then watching it in motion, like it just he doesn't work for that character at all. He's like, like fifty, right? Yeah, and Spike is a young man. Spike is is like tw- in his twenties, and like yeah. he looks really old in some of these scenes. The writing is really bad. Like the writing is just like, I don't. It felt like, 
I don't know. It, it, it felt, the it, bits I've seen, like, is really weird that they changed one of the characters to be black, but then lampshaded it a million times. Like, I don't know how many bases they're trying to cover with that, but it just, it seems yeah. super awkward. Well, it's also kind of, it's kind of clumsy that the, the, the one black character on the show's name is Jet Black. It's yeah. kind of like, really, like, I, you know. Um, but yeah, it's awful. Like, it's really bad. I would not recommend anyone watch it. Uh, I didn't finish it. Like I said, I started, I watched three episodes of it and I turned it off. Um, the only plus is now the anime is on Netflix too. So you can watch that. Uh, but don't ever watch the Netflix production. It's, it's real bad. And it's one of those things where when it got announced, everybody was like, yeah, it's going to be really bad. And then they brought out some stills and you're like, ah, it looks cool. And, and it came out. Well, and it's really bad. It's it, funny, like how sci-fi can go from like live action to animated like really easily, and sometimes better than the source material. Like, see a lot of the Star Wars shit, but yeah. it just never works in reverse, no. except for that Ghost in the Shell movie, which I didn't know you saw because me and Gogs liked it. Yeah, I we did. It. I, I was surprised it. I liked it. I watched it like a few months ago. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I think that like I'm also not like super precious about the source material like i read yeah. the comic i read the comic i enjoyed the comic then i watched the movie and i liked the movie but the movie and the comic are very different did you so read the like, comic with all the fuck scenes in it oh yeah mm. yeah i had it <laughs> i did i had a uncensored uh copy <laughs> of that manga yeah um but like the, the guy that made that uh masamune shiro is like one of my favorite like manga artists and like it was cool, but like again, the the animated movie and the comic are way different. So to have like another movie based on the original animated movie to be pretty different, I was fine with. You know what I mean? Like you're already yeah. like they've already established they're gonna change a lot of shit, so it's fine. But yeah, this this just doesn't work. And also like I don't know, like I've seen a lot of people defending the Cowboy Bebop uh, live action because they're like, well, they just tried to translate the anime literally into live action. But to me, it feels eerily like what Zack Snyder did with Watchmen where like yeah. they're like slavish to make it look the same but like without any of the heart or like what was behind it you know what I mean like it's like Zack Snyder went through and like made it like panel perfect to the comic but yeah. it's still empty as but shit. he didn't like, understand it, the book at all exactly he didn't have any kind of like he didn't understand the tone or what they were going for and the Cowboy Bebop thing is the same thing it's like they, they got the characters to look kind of right, and they got the music, and they got the original composer, but, like, it's just trash. Like, it just, it's hollow. It, and I, the one thing I want to say before I, uh, I get off of it is I've seen a lot of defense of it from from nerds, and I think there's just a segment of, like, nerd entertainment, and I don't, I'm not talking about the Marvel stuff. I'm talking about, like, the tier underneath, like, the fucking CW shows and, like, like, a lot of that, like, lower-budget, like, old sci-fi shows, like, there's there's just, like, an acceptance of just, like, really corny, low-budget garbage that, like, nerds will eat up and tell you it's great. And it's like, no, there's always, there's, like, a, there's, like, a hierarchy, right? <laughs> like, you have, you have Daredevil on, on Netflix, and then you have, like, the Flash TV show. They, these are not the same. They're not one-to-one, -one, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, does like, it look now... cheap? It does. Oh. I, I think it looks very cheap. Um, 
and it's directed really bad, which like weird cuts and it's just not good. It's just not a very good production. Like, like why I, would you commission a low budget show that takes place exclusively all, almost in outer space with spaceships and fucking lasers and all kinds of other crazy shit going on? Oh yeah, and they you can tell they like I mean they they intentionally like write around a lot of that stuff yeah. because they can't afford it. Like I think like the fourth episode of the anime there's these eco-terrorists that, like, have this this virus that turns people into monkeys. Yeah. But they change them into trees in the show because, you know, trees are cheaper than monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, got tr- I have tons of trees in my house. I have zero, zero monkeys. monkeys. But anyway, yeah, it's... it's well, one, it's, it's one more thing real, real quick about it because, like, I saw, like, John Cho doing his, like, prep or whatever. And there's like a really idiosyncratic way that Spike walks, which works in a cartoon because human beings don't walk like that. And you understand that you're watching animation. Yeah, yeah but exactly. see somebody do it in real life is like so immersion breaking. Like, what the fuck is he doing? But that like that again, that you're you're you, you're absolutely right. That But that hits the nail on the head, right? That is they're They're like so hell bent to like capture a certain aspect of the the cartoon. But like, that's not the important part. You know what I mean? Like, right. how Spike, you know, because Japanese animation, they animate on, like, keyframes. There's a lot of weird stuff that they do. Like, they try, like, going back to that Ed clip, like, a lot of anime has, like, these weird cuts where, where people are, like, sporadic and moving around. It's because they they don't animate a full, they don't animate the full frame. They, yeah, they, they make a walk cycle. Yeah, they use keyframes. Frame key yeah. So that's why they're like, that, 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 that. So, yeah. like, that works in a cartoon, but when you try to duplicate it with somebody moving it, it, at full, you know, in a full frame, it just looks weird and dumb. It just looks like somebody's overacting and being silly. Like, it just it just doesn't work. Anyway, uh, not a fan. Don't watch. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch any movies. I, I will definitely watch Last Night in Soho at some point this week. So let's get into our feature presentation. Uh, Red Scare. No, Red Notice. Right? Burn Notice. Red Notice. Anybody watch Burn Notice? That was a pretty good show. Yeah, that guy who seemed like he was on the spectrum as the main character. Yes. Yes. It was, it was pretty good. It. it was like a spy show. It was yeah. Good. That guy was <laughs> much. He was much better in season two of Fargo. Yes, that's right. That's right, man. I still gotta watch Fargo. You do, especially yeah. season two. That's like not the best one. Yeah, you said you guys said Patrick Wilson is even good in that, right? Like, which he is. is insane. He's really good. Uh, Everybody's yeah. good in it. Patrick Wilson's yeah. good in it. Uh, shit, Ted Danson's really good in it. Billy Bob Thornton's really. Well, I mean, good I love Ted Danson. It's a. Uh, it's Martin, the, the Martin Freeman is good in it. The second season is the retelling of that incident they keep talking about from the first season that happened in the past. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And yeah. forgive me, the, the Fargo show has nothing to do with the movies. It's just, no. it's just happens in Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah. And I mean, it has like, it has, I, I would say that it has, it's a very, it feels like an homage to the Coen brothers. Like on top of it being in Fargo, like the story beats are very Cohen esque, and there's a lot of little Easter eggs to other Cohen Brothers movies throughout the show. So it's like, in the it's in the same universe. No, what did I oh. just say? 
No, no, it's no. Easter egg. I don't really. I don't know. I'm, Easter. I mean, it like is like it, winks it's, and nods to their films. It, it, it's the Marvel manga verse to the Fargo, <laughs> the Cohen okay. universe. This, oh, this is the Cohen's Black Tower <laughs> series or Dark Tower series. Dark Tower. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean it. it but it, I mean, when you watch it, you'll see little things where like, oh, that's a, that they're making a cute little nod to you know the man that wasn't there or to No Country for Old Men yeah. and stuff like. Also, that. would smash that lady that played the cop in the first season. That big lady. I forget what her name is, but she's. Real Oh yeah, and she was good. She was good in the show. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll uh, check it out. Red, Red Dawn. No, <laughs> there's there's a lot of movies that start with Red. Red Steel. Red. What was the one we watched with uh, Swayze? And he had the sword, and then the and the, and the car, and the sail cars. That was Red Dawn. No, well, that also had Swayze. Dawn. Good point. Steel Dawn. Steel Dawn. Yeah. Steel Dawn. He loves Dawn movies. <laughs> that movie sucked. God, that, sucked. <laughs> that movie was so bad. That movie was it had bad. Such potential. It was so yeah. You had fucking like ninjas under the sand, and somehow you made it boring. <laughs> like, don't before know how I, that. Is. Before I turn this on, for some reason, I thought we were watching the movie Red, the adaptation of that comic book. I've never seen that. I heard that's Willis. good. I liked the, that movie. The comic's great. I've it's never read Warren the comic Ellis either. Yeah, yeah. But I heard the movie's good. I liked. The, I liked. The, I didn't see the second one, but the first one with what's her name from that show Weeds and. Yeah, yeah. Then all and then all the old men and then uh, what's her name? Uh, International Forever British Smoke Show. Uh, Helen Mirren. Yeah, yeah. The Weeds Lady's another three name Mary, right? Like yeah, she's like a Mary Louise, Mary Louise Parker, I believe. Yeah, there we go. She she either has to be a you know like a cable actress or an assassin. Those are her options. She's, she's that bad. show got as bad. Weeds? Was we was I never watched it. I just knew Weeds that was couple. good. Weeds was good for a long time, but towards the end, it's absolute trash. Yeah, I never oh. finished it. I only I watched it to like season two or three. Was maybe. that Showtime? Yeah, yeah. But there was like eight seasons or something like that, and those yeah, last right. ones are just absolutely and they're absolutely terrible. I feel wow. like that's the the way of most cable shows. If you think about it, you know what I mean, like. They, they got, all like, die a hero, or you live long enough to become trash. They got rid of the best characters, and then it just followed her and her kids pretty much. And her kids are both awful actors. Yeah, and yeah. But like Kevin Nealon left. Uh, the woman who was her rival—I forget her name in real life—but she left. Like all yeah. the, all the other good parts of the guy out, Romani. Oh, he's yeah, the guy from Forty Year Old Version. Romani yeah. Malco. Yeah, he left. Like all the. Every good actor except for Mary Louise Parker left after season like four, and it was just terrible. Yeah. Mm. All right, Gogs, what happened in Red Notice? Oh, okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. Um. Movie opens. How does the movie start? Uh, it opens, and we're talking uh, about it, it starts, museum. It's, it's, it starts by explaining is, to you. What is it a voiceover Red about like oh, the? Yeah. Is it all about, about Cleopatra? Eggs. Right. So she's presented. So Cleopatra, Lady of the Nile, is been presented <laughs> with like three that Cleopatra, not Cleopatra Cle- Jones. Yeah, not Cleopatra Jones. She is uh, presented with three bespoke eggs uh, for her birthday or her marriage or because she built a fresh pyramid or something. And it's everybody's like hot and on fire about them, and they're like the Shankara stones, and they get scattered to the wind. And it's always been this international uh, hunt to find them. So we open with that, and then we know we we get to meet uh, 
Dwayne the Rock Johnson and uh, an incredibly attractive Interpol lady who I don't recognize from anything else. Uh, she ever been in anything? No. She was, in season, she was in season two of Umbrella Academy, but I don't know what else besides that. She's got that hot Indian British thing happening, like that ethnically Indian, nationally yeah. British. Yeah, just just a little, just just you can you can sense the oppression. So then, yeah. uh, they're like, "All right, we're going to be here because I'm the world's beefiest profiler, and we know <laughs> that we're that this guy is coming for this egg today because uh, the bishop told me." It's like, "All right, cool." So then, uh, in I guess a heist that happened in a previous scene off camera that doesn't make any sense. Uh, the egg is still there and all the fucking museum people are like, Ugh. and then they're like, oh, okay, well, g- give me your, what, what were they like? <laughs> give me your, give me your thermal iPad and I'm going to scan the egg. And then he scans the egg. Oh, and then he yells, real quick. Sure. Alec, what was the movie with Shawn Michaels you were watching? Oh, he said we're going to want to watch that later. Oh, what was it called? Don't tell Avengers us. of <laughs> Justice Star Farce. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I'm into that. Right, oh, ahead, no. It sounds like that fucking, uh, that fairy tales Avengers that we watched. The Ministry that? of the Darkness. Good, the, good, the good thing is, I don't have to watch it again. <laughs> you son it. of a bitch. <laughs> you know what? I should have picked that fucking... I should have picked Casino Plane that had Christian in it. Or no, Money, or Edge. Money, Edge. Money Plane. Yeah, damn yeah. it. I, this is what I get. Okay, anywho. Uh, uh, let's, let's, let's motor. Uh, the Rock steals a Coke from a young man in a very touching moment of product placement, and they dump it all over this egg. And I guess, I guess Coke just melts everything, including your teeth, because the egg turns into Glip Glop, and then... Ryan Reynolds is like, hell yeah, and he starts trucking ass, and everybody's like, seal the room, and they seal the room with the world's slowest doors, like they're operated by what I assume is only the fucking war boys on those giant hamster wheels, because they just sort of slowly close. They close long enough to keep all the innocent people in, and the one guy who needs to get out, out. So now, The Rock punches his way through a museum, Real and quick, he uses yeah. There's the one good thing that happens in this movie. There's an excellent tracking shot in this that they give up halfway through, where he's like kind of running across this catwalk thing. Oh yeah, no, oh, that's that, pretty cool. And yeah. actually, like a, I actually thought this opening action sequence. Was no, the opening. I liked actually this the opening action sequence. Like once the once it got underway, once the foot chase happened, I kind of enjoyed it cover to cover, and I even liked it. I even liked the button. So here's what happens: they run through the whole fucking thing. You get a smart alecky. You get what you get. You get a smart alecky. Um, Van Wilder, who's Ryan Reynolds, and you get The Rock just kind of like bulldozing his way through things, and Ryan Reynolds is using his skinniness to his advantage, and The Rock's using his beef to his advantage, and there's a scene where Ryan Reynolds just understands how scaffoldings are assembled better than most folks, because he's just pulling out pins left, right, and center, causing people to fall to their deaths, um and no, no, pause this is yeah. this is this is one of my one of my main contentions with the movie this movie reminds me of the gi joe cartoon because every person that's put in like moral danger or uh, uh mortal <laughs> mortal not moral we're all in moral danger <laughs> well, correct us, us especially but yeah mortal danger they are all shown to be fine. Like they just fall and they're well, it's fine. The, like, he man like, did the same thing. Motherfucker had a sword. He only used it on robots. Everyone else yeah. got tossed. If you go back and look, he man only tossed 
other people into mud. That's how that's, we beat everyone. But, but that's what I'm but, saying. Like in this movie, there's a part. There's like several parts where Ryan Reynolds like opens up machine guns on people and they like jump out of the way just in time. It's like come on. Like, like my big, text. like my big, my big contention with this movie will be. I think if there's if there's an R-rated version of this movie, I probably would have liked it a lot more because the dialogue could have been spicier and there would have been like more cool shit than this happens. movie feels if, a lot like a repurposed script for an uncharted movie like a lot, yeah, a like, lot. Yeah, or really like a, or a national like a national treasure yeah. or something it needs it's to be like more a, bad boys it's a better version of indiana jones and the crystal skull well yeah oh, i thought you were gonna go last, <laughs> I agree. Cru- I you were last crusade and that was gonna be it i don't disagree with that at all no that's 100 percent correct so um they get all through this, so the button on this thing is they're jumping their way through, they destroy uh, a man's only means of generating income, which is to sell pictures of the Pope in front of the Castle St. Angelo or whatever. Uh, fucking uh, Ryan Reynolds hops on a Vespa, and then The Rock jumps into a Porsche, and then you start hearing fucking sabotage. You're like, oh. I literally groaned when that happened. I was like, oh, are you really doing this? And then he gets hit by a gelato truck, and I was like, oh, okay. that's kind of fun. Um, a smash cut to Tahiti, whatever. Ryan Reynolds took a fucking sea do back to his ocean mansion, <laughs> but I guess where he he simultaneously keeps all the art he's stolen, but must have bought it with the money from the proceeds from the art he's stolen and is paid to keep. Because I don't understand how that works. The Rock is already there. Ryan Reynolds is drinking his gin. Later, The Rock will be drinking his tequila. Oh, um, I didn't even notice. Oh, that. Neither did I. Yep. So now, I was. Uh, oh, pause again. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I was hoping the entire time, and I I know that the timing probably doesn't match up, but I was hoping they would put it in post that we'd get to hear the Rock's rap song at some point during this movie. I was oh, really yeah. like about he turns his mana. On the car, he turns on the car. He's like, "It's about drive. It's about power." It's a, <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say something controversial by the end of this episode, so I might as well get it out right now. I think The Rock might be a touch overexposed. So uh, I mean, moving, I, I'm going to double down on that and say I'm tired of Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds. I can probably concur on that one as well. It hurts a little. I'm going to triple yeah. down on it and say I'm tired of you two slandering two of my heroes. <laughs> Shut your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> so now. Um, we haven't even gotten to the third star of this movie yeah. yet. Well, I, don't, yeah, I, don't no. think, I don't think that's going to be any controversial <laughs> in any way. No. So, so back at Ryan Reynolds' House of Thievery, The Rock's you mean like, all right. art thief pagoda? Yes, baller-ass art thief pagoda with just glass walls and, like, zero security. Um, where he, I don't know, hacks the internet in the memory of his dead cop dad. He's like, uh, he's... The, the egg gets confiscated. It gets put on a truck to drive off an island. And then uh, Ryan Reynolds gets thrown in the back of a truck. And then that truck gets unbacked up and opened. And then uh, Gal Gadot, 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 whatever, Gadot. Wonder Woman, Gadot. she yanks Gadot. the egg and then uh, brings a fresh one or something because she does the old switcheroo. And then that frames the, Oh, she puts it in the Rock's briefcase. And the Rock's enjoying a nice Tramana tequila at the airport bar, which is also maybe a casino. And Wait, then she, she puts what in his briefcase? The the egg. This is the frame up. She didn't frame him with the egg. Yes, she did. 
they no, they framed she, them with the money. She framed them with the fake deposit into his account for eight million dollars. Well, the Interpol lady came in and opened with up the bag egg. with the fake egg. The fake egg got melted by Coke. This is the second fake egg, which Correct. the Interpol lady smashed. Wait, right? The yeah, the yeah, real she, egg is not at some in point play at, at this bar scene. The she Rock is the, set up. She smashes that fake egg in this scene. But there's the, the, that's the second fake egg in this scenario, because the first fake egg got melted when the real egg got stolen in front of 80 people. Can like, you imagine if like you're making your breakfast and you were cracking open an egg and it was just like it turned to sand. You're like, oh, shit, I got the fake eggs. Oh, then they just start eating yeah, sand. She, she found out he was set up because she went to call uh, the FBI. Call, yeah. and, uh, and the FBI was like, we never heard of you had relayed yeah. it, and then she checked his bank records, and he had an $8 million deposit into his account. Right she unzips his, his bag ice. and pulls an egg out. What is that egg? She just has the fake egg. The real egg. The fake, the there was no the fake egg. But my point is two fake eggs. She has the fake egg from the truck. He okay. doesn't have it. I guess no, it was cheap. in his... Oh, she brought in her bag. And she brought her planted her. that next to yeah. Oh, I'm dumb. Regardless, there is a there is a cottage industry of these fake Cleopatra. There's eggs. a lot of there's a lot of fake. Yeah. So anyway, the rock gets set up, and then they both get sent to uh, uh, Russian know. Alcatraz. Yeah. <laughs> so they're at this like Metal Gear Solid villain base <laughs> on top of a mountain. It um, reminded me of the the prison in uh, Black Widow. It was like the same set. Yeah. yeah. Like, with all I, us- I was going to say that. I wonder how mad uh, <laughs> the Rock and Ryan Reynolds were when they saw Black so, Widow this summer. Like, like, the they stole like our whole action. Yeah. <laughs> they stole yeah. like our whole second big action. Well, maybe set. they maybe they showed up at the movie and just put a quarter down on the camera, <laughs> like a pool table. Like, hey, we're and next. we got next. <laughs> it's like yeah. they're playing fucking Marvel versus Capcom two in 1998. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and real quick, the guy, the prisoner that like goes to beat up the Rock, that guy seemed really familiar. I feel like he's been in some karate movies we've watched. I mean, he's, he's a heavy. Been, he's got to be a heavy in something. How much better would it have been if it was Boyka? Like, and it was just some weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. That'd have been awesome. Uh, who's the share? Who's the Boyka universe? Sign me up uh, for the sequel, which there will be more to come. So now oh, this was a this was like a hugely successful. This is movie phenomenally successful. This is I think this is like their biggest uh, viewed movie. Well, or something. we'll get to it at the end, but I've never seen a movie more set up for a sequel in my fucking life than this movie. <laughs> okay. It was going to be a sequel anyway. You sliced even pre twist. Um, so now uh, they're they're here trying to avoid getting their holes used up in prison <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Like the whole time, Ryan Reynolds is being cheeky and The Rock's being The Rock, and then they're like, "Hey, the warden wants to talk to y'all." And the warden turns out to be uh, Gal Gadot, and she's like, "Hey, boys, I got a proposition for you. I have two. I I have egg number one. Egg number two is that this guy who might be Russian, and he's sort of a weapons dealer, but he doesn't speak with Russian accent, and he lives in Valencia, Spain. Well, I think he's let's Spanish, do it. Dog. Yeah, is he? I she said it was Russian." Well, no, I don't know. His name's like Dolce Vita or something. Like his name. They is didn't. Like, say, I don't think they said he was Russian. They just said he was like a an arms dealer. You're just yeah, making I was that just, assumption. You're just a racist. I, said, I was just I was just recency biasing the fact that they were in <laughs> Russia. I was like, we gotta be a Russian guy. 
Um, so yeah, so Dolce Gabbana's got egg number two. She has egg number one. She's like, get she's like, I'm going for egg number two. You know I'm the best. She fucking points at her junk. She's like, join me or die, because I know you know where the third egg is. And she's like, I'll give you 10%. And he's like, no, fuck you, bitch. And then she dips and she like, I don't know, jacks off the captain of the guard, and then she's Guns, gone. And who's yeah. who's a better actress, Gal Gadot or the therapist from Hot Shots? <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? It, it's a the horse therapist. race, but I'm gonna give it to the, I'm gonna give it to the therapist and hot shots. I, mean, he I will, I will be a hundred percent. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. This has been my favorite Gal Gadot role to date. Oof. This is my favorite I one. I didn't think she was bad in this. I didn't think she was bad in this compared to Justice Wonder League. Woman and Justice League, and seeing her like wooden stiff acting in those, like. She seemed like she was having some fun, like she was loosened up a little bit. Like no, I, I liked her in this. I didn't. I didn't have a problem with her in this, uh, yeah. at all. Like this is by far my favorite role I've seen her do. Yeah, I or my favorite. Agree. My favorite movie I've seen her in. I didn't think she was like distracting with her weird accent or anything. <laughs> no, it made sense. She was like she was, and she was. She had like I don't. know. I liked her in this. I did. I was like, okay, this isn't you know. So then these boys get dragged off, and then Ryan Reynolds has to come up with a plan that, upon further inspection, doesn't make any sense because he makes a laundry bomb out of soap and but, nitrous but to oxide. Be, to, to be fair, to be fair to the fucking yeah. – the movie does say that Ryan Reynolds kind of comes up with these, like, half-cocked ideas that shouldn't work, and they seem to always work. He does like, like – he did like a – they did like, like a, a Sherlock fucking, Holmes-esque – He's like a long shot. He's yeah, like a beautiful. Say, he's, oh yeah, he's like a long shot or a domino. He like because the Rock constantly says like every time he comes up with a plan, it's like the dumbest shit ever, and it always it seems to work out. Yeah, they, that which is they true. Represent visually by him sticking that tiny rock in the wall of defiance of physics and God's will. Correct. Yeah, like that. Like that comes back. That becomes Chekhov's rock. Um, yeah. There's a lot of Chekhov's everything. Like Liz was watching to skip to the end of the movie, which we'll get there. Like she when they really love you. When they, yeah, well, no, she was just there for a scene just to serve me with papers and then left. Um, <laughs> but she was there for Chekhov's Duesenberg or whatever it was, where the guy, where everybody, Ryan Reynolds, like, this thing's built like a tank. It's like, they're going to use that car to yeah. escape. Pause, pause. You wrecked Hitler's car. Did, did everybody in this room, when they saw that, they're like, did they think of the Simpsons thing? It was like, that's Hitler's death car. <laughs> whatever do to you? <laughs> whatever do to you, man. So, all like, as soon as it showed it, I was like, Hitler's death car. <laughs> Fucking so that, Simpsons. Simpsons' so that, brain has ruined me. <laughs> so they explode a laundry system. They punch, but even though they exploded the laundry system, they still punched a bunch of guards. So I guess the, the laundry bomb was just to tell everybody, you know, get rowdy. And then they fucking slide <laughs> their way through uh, several layers of security. They get to the wall. They fucking pulled the thing out. They look at it like a, I don't know. They built this thing, I guess, on the edge of the world because it's just a sheer drop of thousands of miles. But they scoot around an edge that exists architecturally for no reason, well, and they work they their way around to building that wall. Anyway, it feels like that's something they should have shored up before they. I mean, that might have been like in. the like the the chucking hole that they've been throwing people out, and they're like, man, we got to patch that up for Christmas. Um, like an old chucking hole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Premier Putin's coming over, and we just want to see our chucking hole. So they slide their way over to the suspension bridge, uh, where Ryan Reynolds figures out how to fly a helicopter in Russian. 
Um, he does have that cute moment where he, you're right. He is like a long shot because he runs and he grabs the fucking snowball and he forms it and he like yeets it and knocks the guy down and they fucking he he flops yeah, his legs out. Literally, everything he does in this movie is fucking impossible. Just works well, out. He is a superhuman of. Some He's like sort, a physics yeah. wizard on Dominic Toretto's level. Um. So he flies this helicopter-ish thing. The Rock has a fight with the entire Red Army using just like his wits and a pistol. Uh, they get away. They just <laughs> using they... just his wits and a gun. I, I will <laughs> say though, again, I, I have to compliment the the action scenes. I actually liked the the sequence where they shoot the rocket and it goes through the helicopter. I, mean, I thought that was fun. And I, I was waiting for that, that was to cool. I was, I was waiting like, for that to cause an avalanche like fucking Black like Widow that Black was going to bring everything yeah. that down. No, when it when it whipped right through the the the, the helicopter, I was like, that's cool. I thought that was so, fun. I, so they take like, the I, helicopter. I, I like they take the helicopter not to Spain. They take it to undisclosed airfield, where much like Black Widow, as I say it out loud, yep. uh, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds' series of underground contacts has outfitted them with a private jet full of the dork clothes from Pulp Fiction, where they get and to go juice boxes, yeah, and juice boxes, and they get to go to Valencia, Spain, to go to an orgy <laughs> and uh, reenact most of the. <laughs> Opening scene of True Lies, oh, hell yeah, yeah. and half so, of which, which I mean, hell yeah, like so. The they best do some... Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah. Yes, uh, concurred. Uh, so then, I know you don't really believe that. No, we do all love fucking, no, like, I know, I, I, no, I, I love you. No, <laughs> I love True Lies. I love it so much. Uh, it's got everything. It's all thriller, no filler. Um, so. The, they go through they the whole movie is like an Ocean's Eleven. They go through the whole thing and they're dancing their way through tangoing and they're trying to get thumbprints. And then Interpol lady shows up and they've got like they have a an AI face generating iPod that can so stupid. Yeah, they can make you talk like a man. And then. So they get through all of the various vaults. Look like a man. So they get they get into this guy. They they sneak past all the layers of security in this fuck party. I do like the part where they just <laughs> dash across the hall when the two guards are crossing. I was like, oh, that's kind of fuck. Um, they get in there. There's a really fun fight scene in this. Uh, in this uh, weapons jerk-off gallery. Yeah, most of the and action is fun. Yeah, most I of the action think. is a lot of fun. I, I think the action kind of saves a lot of the movie for me. I thought the action sequences were done really, really well. Like, all of them. I, I enjoyed all the action sequences. It was the in But it's a lot of it's very callbacky, right? Like, these, this is like callbacky to True Lies. Like, all the stuff in the caverns later will be callbacky to, I yeah. guess, that would be Temple of Doom. I feel like, like it's also like just I mean action movies in in and of themselves are very tropey. Action movies just are tropey. So it's yeah. like yeah. And like so Sean they, Sean said earlier like it like especially when you get into like the the action set pieces it really does feel like an uncharted thing. Like all that's these true. Stuff, like out of the uncharted games like all of them did. So you got The Rock v Ryan Reynolds v Gal Gadot whatever in a duel of the fates scenario uh, <laughs> and she just kicks a pile of ass 
and then she... you know what that movie sucks but that's the best piece of music in that entire series yeah. like bar best, none the best thing about the duel of the fates is anthony's uh putting your name in that, it yeah the tj 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 stamble stamble that's really good i was that should be my wrestling theme song and so uh gal uh it's good yeah. Just say good dough, dude. It's not that hard. Good Okay, so Gal Gadot is steals the egg and she she jacks off the, the guy who's in charge of all the weapons in Spain. And then we're now jacking all the weapons in Spain. So now they go they for some reason they've rented out the uh they've rented out the utility space underneath the bullfighting ring in Valencia, Spain, and that's where he likes to do his torturing. Uh, so they, they go on torturing and they're trying to get the third egg location out of Ryan Reynolds. And so there's, uh, scenes where, uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson gets his testicles electrocuted. And then somehow this little tiny, apparently now Spanish man, uh, wraps his baby mitts around not, the rocks. Impossibly. Not, not, not now Spanish. You just didn't realize he was Spanish. <laughs> He didn't I mean, change nationalities. Here's the thing about how I perceive reality. Everything as to once I'm aware of it, that's when it happens. Oh, so you're now like a staunch Spanish. imperialist. So weird. So, based nothing so now, in a vacuum. Everything has to cause something. Yeah. So now he puts on his nitrile black gloves like he's doing barbecue at Memphis in May, and he fucking throws his tiny hand around the rock's impossibly thick neck and tries to choke him because that's what he gets off on. Uh, they figure out where the egg is. It's in Egypt. They have some celebratory champagne, but Gal Gadot has poisoned him. <laughs> but not with real poison, because I don't think anyone dies in this whole movie unless it's a no. Batman death. Like they, There's a guy, there's people in that fucking the, the mineshaft chase that fucking take a face full of shite. And, or, yeah, actually shite. shite? It, yeah. Like in, shit? Like, no, like, like, the, like the fucking rock. Uh, the oh. geological formation. Oh, are you trying to are you trying to say shale? No, I think I was trying to say shice, but now it's all is it's, it's been it's been ruined. German for shit. Yes, it is. Well, shit rock then. Whatever, dude took it in the face at like eighty miles an hour. He's dead, <laughs> but they're never like expressly saying he's dead. Um, also, well, doesn't matter. We'll keep going. So now this guy is not really dead. He's just passed out. Galgado's dead. He's sleeping. The rock. He breaks. <laughs> He, Rock breaks the the chains that bind, and then they get out, and uh, now they're on their way to a uh, flashback where Ryan Reynolds explains that his dad was not only just a, a, a Swedish cop or whatever, but he was also in love with treasure hunting because he's Indiana Jones's father, and he loved yeah. treasure more than he loved his son. So and now... Nazis. And Nazis. So... There's a Nazi watch that has latitude and longitude coordinates, and I'm pretty sure those weren't invented until like the you know the 2000s. So, what, do some fact checking or the watch? No, eat any of it. <laughs> okay. Cartography, not until like 2006. Right, it didn't exist until you were aware of it. Someone was aware of it. So That's now, right. uh, they take their watch coordinates and they wander through the jungle. And I don't know if Ryan Reynolds is doing a bit, but then they find this fun Nazi bunker with a like neat little stair and they just swastika everything out because the drip don't quit in the third Reich. And they go down and they find uh, the chamber of secrets 
where the uh, the CIA has hidden all the boxes of fun stuff, including a car, uh, the Hitler mobile, yeah, that's uh, the Hitler death car, thing, priceless works of art, all sorts of stuff. But this is where so when when Adolf Hitler's like dork art boy fled Germany, they're like he went to Argentina with seven pound or seven tons of machine parts, which turned out to be most of this car and then prices worse art. So now they're there. They find the egg. Hey, Gal, fun, boys. <laughs> Gal Gadot shows up. She's and like... That guy turned out to be Johan Rico, grandfather of Johnny. <laughs> wow. wow. That's a pull. This is in the fucking Starship Troopers universe? Yeah. Hell yes. So, uh... So she shows up just because she's... Well, we find out why. Because a lot of the time I'm in this movie, it's like, how is she everywhere? Um... Then that yeah. gets revealed. So yeah. now, uh, Interpol lady shows up. Everyone's shooting at everybody. Like they find, they get in the Nazi sled. They roll through a fucking wall that I guess they can kill with a seventy-year-old potato masher. And now they're they're in the these gigantic copper mine, like the the D'Antonio or whatever. Who was the guy from fucking Atlas Shrugged? Uh, Francisco oh, Antonio. Yeah, his yeah. copper consortium. Uh, now here's a thought. I, I, right? I never thought I would get that reference in this show tonight. I, you know, guys, you you just always surprise yeah. me. So now, like next next week, we're going to talk about the Fountainhead. So they actually address. We'll have to get my wife on for that episode. I never read that, but she has. Um, is it? It's about is, buildings, is Liz right? Is an objectivist? Huh? Is Liz? No, an no, no, no. Oh, She's okay. just a misogynist. So, uh, <laughs> so now. Uh, at some point, they actually address. They do address stuff like Ryan Reynolds looks at the rock, goes, "Why are you shooting at the cops? You're one of them." He's like, ah, "I'm one of you right now." And I'm okay. And then someone's like, "How'd they get the car down here?" A piece of the time's like, "Ah, there was tunnels." Okay. Now the tunnels ended a waterfall, so I don't know how they. But fine, maybe the Dukes of Hazard did it in there. Did you never play Here's... Legend of Zelda, you idiot? <laughs> I, you know what? I never played the car. Then the stash of car scene from Legend no. of Zelda. But you're right. You're right. Everything's fine. A waterfall. <laughs> so we go through there. People die. Like people have. People are live firing like antique ammunition at each other. Like not only. So I guess Hitler wanted to save the supermobile, even, and he also there... wanted to save like three Nazi Gators, like six wheelers, because. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're artistic. The no, oh yeah, yeah, get them. And Hitler Yeezys. Um, so they fly out through the waterfall. They do whatever. Uh, the there's a sort of a, a fucking fugitive moment where the Interpol lady's like, ah, oh, shucks, and can't get through water to arrest anybody. Uh, and the Rock. So now, so the whole time, the Rock and Ryan Reynolds have been bickering. The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot have formed this tenuous alliance to fly through a waterfall. And now Ryan Reynolds has the egg and he's like, Oh my God, where's the rock rock sink. And he goes into the water to find the rock. Then the rock's like, Hey, I'm here. Dummy. You must've loved me. And then they, then they try and play it off. And then you get the Shyamalan esque twist, yeah. which I sort of thought about like in the yeah. prison. Like, wouldn't it be fun if maybe the rock is a bad guy? I was like, but no, he's well, selling it, of it because Everything that happens up to this point in the narrative is so flimsy that there has to be something going on. Yeah, like I was like, maybe I was like, well, maybe I was like, maybe actually, I, I had two, I had two working theories. Gal Gadot is Gal Gadot is the good guy the whole time because why would they make a woman a bad guy? And maybe the Rock is the bad, like, and they flip it, or I didn't, or possibly in cahoots. So turns out it's cahoots. 
They, which actually makes things earlier in the movie make a lot more sense. Can we so, talk about though, like how shitty this like parlor scene is, where they go back? Like, uh, how familiar are you with Knights of the Old Republic? Very. Okay, spoilers, I guess. When you find out you're Revan and they go back and show you all the parts where you should have figured it out, it's like, oh, yeah. I'm fucking stupid. I've been doing this for 45 hours and figured it out. When they do it in this movie, they go back and show you things from different perspectives that you would never be able to put together. Right. You know what I mean? Like, which I, I fucking hated that. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is never going to overhear the fact that Gal Gadot was like, I love you, like whispering yeah. in the ear and like, like diddled her one time. And that's why she can beat him up and like, yeah, like yeah. I get it. But like the way you explained it. But they're in, but they're in such cahoots that she actually shocked his testicles. Like, yeah. I mean, fucking well, she's legit. probably tired of getting fucking ran through with whatever he's got down there. Yeah, it's probably a I mess. Really, I really want to see the rock stick. Like, Part of me really wants it to be like really small because he's got he's got so much going on for him. You know, he's like super hot. He's super rich. He's all muscular. I like, can promise you, know, it's, it's got to be huge. It's like fucking yeah, yeah. Trunk. yeah. yeah. It's, it's, Even if it is small, it fucks big, so it doesn't make a difference. Like wow, I like, like that. Like he's packing like Finn Balor type meat. Yeah, like yeah. there's just oh, like yeah. there's just. There's a lot. There's a lot of momentum behind whatever's there, enough to get it where it needs uh, to be. Uh, totally off topic. I saw a really funny. Oh, it's like dropping thing. a penny off the Empire State Building type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna, it's gonna kill somebody. <laughs> I, I, totally off topic. I saw a very funny wrestling meme where it was like uh, a sign that said "Meeting for Wrestlers that Everyone Universally Loves," and then inside it was just a table with Finn Balor. <laughs> that's, 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 that's pretty funny. Uh, so now there's the big twist. Ryan Reynolds gets attached to a tree, um, and then we are cross-cut That's to an, an Egyptian way to put it. Yeah, so now we're cross-cut to an Egyptian wedding where the three eggs. So the whole thing, this race for these three eggs. I think the payoff was eight hundred million. I think three uh, was the bounty on these. Uh, so they get delivered. There's another double cross them up. So this, and then I was like, maybe these guys. This is all big setup just to catch this Egyptian. Yeah. Pause. What did they gain from setting this guy up? Like, did I just, miss that? Yeah. Just like by the chance to steal the eggs again and sell well, them again. They I already got paid. That, like, this increases your chance of getting caught by Interpol by about one million percent. Oh. Uh, can I just say that this part of the movie had the funniest joke I thought in the entire movie? Like, I I actually laughed out loud during this. So, like, the Egyptian king or whatever, whoever Egyptian like wealthy dude, he bought these eggs to impress his daughter at her wedding. And he unveils them, and like she's like, "Oh, that's cool." And then Ed Sheeran plays, and she like yeah, loses, she loses her, her mind. Ed so Sheeran like, was funny in this. That was hilarious. Like he went through all this trouble, spent like eight hundred million dollars on the and she didn't even give a fuck. Like that's it's like a you know buying a cat a nice toy, you know and they play with the fucking plastic on the. Sean, I'm gonna do a little work for the movie here and yeah. say by turning them by calling Interpol, right? I think it's almost like a lucky, like a Logan Lucky. Like Interpol has now got the eggs back, and they're just like, going to. What do not they care? Up on why? Oh, yeah. Well, like why chase them down now? Like why? Like they have the eggs. But ostensibly, they're, ch- they're chasing them down at the end of the movie. They're still chasing them. Well, because Ryan right. Reynolds dimes them out. Yeah, oh, Ryan right, Reynolds right. dimes them out, right? But then anything you could just sort of be like, well, you know, well, you know, we don't need to devote. We we'll keep them on the radar, but we don't need to actively pursue them. Right, oh, uh, maybe one, that's yeah, it. Yeah, but like if I if I robbed your house, I wouldn't then go outside and then leave the shit there and then call the cop. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like that's whatever. It's a very minor quibble. Uh, also, one little thing. No, but if you robbed his house and you sold it to somebody you don't like, 
then you might yeah, call the cops on that person. Be like, this dude has all this stolen shit. Right, but would you hang out there and wait for him to show up? If it was I mean, a nice maybe. party, yeah, sit across okay. the street in your car with just like binoculars. <laughs> do you see the? Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you see the Stevie, fucking drip the Rock was wearing? Oh yeah, he he looked pretty hot in that scene. I I, I want to say one thing though. I did. Th- I thought that that scene with Ed Sheeran was really funny, but the button on the Ed Sheeran scene. We need to put a, a moratorium on the "I'm so and so bitch." That yeah. that is like ten yeah, years sucks. old. It's stale also I could have done shit. without the the Game of Thrones thing too. Like yeah. But it's like I'm so and so, bitch. Like it's yeah. it's been done. Like let's retire that one, guys. Like it's enough. It was funny when Chappelle did it, like a million. No, years and it ago. was funny when Bob Barker did it before that. Oh yeah, <sighs> shit. You're right. That is probably yeah. the first example of that. Yeah, that was funny. But like it's it's over now. It's had its moment. Let's move yeah. past it. I, honestly, you could have just ended with him getting. You didn't even need to show him getting arrested. Like him showing up was funny. Like that yeah. was fun. That was a funny scene. So then, so then, uh, Ryan Reynolds shows up on uh, their boat that they've gotten with all their money, and Ryan Reynolds is like, "Yo, I've frozen all your assets. I'm trying to. I'm assuming steal the Mona Lisa. Um, I need just a three-person eating, job." Ryan Reynolds is eating pork sashimi. Oh, that's yeah. true. He's eating raw. He's like, just "Yeah, what do you say? Like this. He's like this dude. I laughed at this dude has gone bad. Yeah, I legitimately like." cringed out of my chair like thinking about <laughs> eating raw pork like oh my god uh, so he recruits them Interpol shows up they get away on some sort of semi rigid inflatable instead of just using a boat they have um, and now they are going to go rob the Louvre in Red Notice too. Oh, and you see all of their files get stamped with Red Notice. Yeah, because like they're not going to be conspicuous when the three most beautiful people on the planet, one of whom is a walking golem, show up. Like nobody's <laughs> yeah. going. They're not going to stick out at all. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a, there's a man tank here. <laughs> He's not. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. There's a man tank here with two angels. Should we do something yeah. about that? It's about as inconspicuous as a fucking volcanic eruption. But sure, let's go. Um. And that's Red Notice, which, you know, let's talk about Red Notice. I'm going to start with, if this movie was an R-rated movie, and it let Ryan Reynolds be like R-rated Deadpool Ryan Reynolds, and let The Rock be R-rated Rock, and had like some more like death and violence and like and like some dirtier jokes, I think I would have liked it a lot more. I feel like I wanted to like this movie a lot, yeah. and it just felt super sanitized. Like what we were talking about earlier with the Marvel yeah. stuff, it felt very, it felt felt super it was like it was like made under the precise eyes of uh the mpaa to just be like very safe very sanitized i'll say like i know we've talked about it i really enjoyed the action scenes in this movie for the most part me too um I thought this was one of the worst scripts of a, like a major-ish movie that i can think of like the the central conceits are stupid like I like Ryan Reynolds, and I think Ryan Reynolds is a really good actor. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie, The Voices, where he works like the meatpacking plant. Yeah, yeah, like he's great in that movie. But this is like they're just like you know, oh, what do I do? It's like oh, just be Ryan Reynolds, and it's like like a Joss Whedon script almost. There are so many quips, like it just never ends. Like everything is a fucking quip, and it's like, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm sorry finish no and it's just like i don't know man like i was exhausted by the fucking like oh god please stop whatever that was like please stop with the fucking shtick what like and and that weird like 
it's very kind of like late 90s early 2000s like like not gay panic i don't know how to put the the uh kind of like bromance relationship into this but there's that weird like kind of gay subtext to a lot of the jokes that's just kind of there what's well, not i don't know if it's gay subtext as much as it's just like men aren't in touch with their feelings like they're yeah, not no, allowed to like it's, it's, it's really hack yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like at yeah. this point it's like oh we're wives you love me i love you no i don't love you i love me and it's just like all right we fucking got it just if the movie led up to it, like broke back mountain and it was just them banging in a tent, like I'd be into it. But like, I thought this script was atrocious. Well, I think here's the problem, right? Cause the guy, cause Alex sent us the big list of everything else. This guy worked on this guy's directed a lot of the stuff. I really like fucking dodgeball, man. Yeah, dodgeball. He didn't write it. He directed wow. it. Wow. He wrote red notice. He directed. We're the Millers red notice. He like, so his direction isn't bad. Like the action sequences are good. He directed Dodgeball. Like he direct yeah. like he didn't write the only thing he's written of that lot was Red Notice, if I'm looking at this correctly. He did write Terry Tate Office Line. Oh no, I take it back. I'm sorry. He did write Dodgeball. I was wrong. I mean Dodgeball. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But Dodgeball was an R-rated, right? Yeah, Dodgeball was yeah, super was. R-rated. The but movie was- uh has this like um almost like, uh, what do you want to call it? Like Judd Apatow thing where it feels like it wasn't scripted as much as it was like, hey, yeah. just go out there and riff for an hour and we'll cut around it. You know what I mean? It, it fe- To me, it felt a lot like the um, the Ghostbusters remake. Like where it's like yeah, every, scene, about. every scene kind of went on a bit too long because they're riffing. Alec. Uh, yeah, I want Alec's thoughts. Get, I, thought this us- movie, I thought this movie was a blast. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's what, charming what? in it. Everybody's doing their stuff. I feel bad for the Interpol agent because she's going to lose her job. She spent like <laughs> ten, yeah, she's ten million dollars her. chasing these guys around. The yeah, world. think about it. Yeah, her her All budget these like expensive locales, and she has nothing to show for it. This because I guess she has the eggs back, but like, so they were. It started in Sardinia, yeah, and then it was in like Bali. Then they were in. Argent, uh, no, Russia. Well, Lentz, well, she wasn't in Well, Russia. she didn't go to Russia. Oh, oh, you're talking about where Interpol went. Wait, didn't she yeah. show up there to Russia, too? No. Oh, okay. She wouldn't have had a, need, a reason to. They were already she, in she, But she put them. Okay, good point. Okay, go ahead. But they, she, like, has taken this, like, team of people to all these exotic locales around the world. They hit probably five of the seven continents. Yeah, and, and with uh, all that, that's a lot of, and, of, of, and you're talking about overtime. <laughs> she better kept a lot of receipts. She's gonna have to get a lot of PO numbers yeah. when she gets back. To Meals. The office, you're talking about filling out expense reports. <laughs> Her breakfast unit got infiltrated. <laughs> this breakfast, is the... breakfast doesn't count, but you can claim your lunch and dinner. <laughs> I feel like Alec has stumbled on the side qu- side quilt of this movie that I want to see. The, the, oh, like, the guy that's like processing all that shit, like all the requisitions and stuff. Oh, like Johnny Dollar, forensic accountant who's trying to you, figure out how no. this Interpol lady botched you, everything. You know who would know be perfect for it? The guy that plays the energy vampire in What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah. Oh, you could Colin play, Robinson. That guy's great. That'd be perfect. Nope, that makes sense. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, she, 100% Alex, right? She spent more than whatever the bounty was. She, They're north of $300 million for this fucking operation. <laughs> Yeah, and even at the movie, at the end of the movie, they still didn't get him, even no, though Ryan Reynolds no. told her where they were going to be and was there too. <laughs> and she yeah. decided instead of taking, you know, a helicopter like a normal human being with dignity, they would just go in boats. 
Well, I figured she was a smoker. I thought it was a callback oh. to Waterworld for us. Oh. I thought that. <laughs> yeah, they put that in there for us. For us. <laughs> the guys uh. who watched Waterworld two weeks ago, like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, on a service real. that they don't own. Yeah. Um. um. But yeah, I thought uh, I I thought overall it was it was too long. But like was, every movie yeah. is too long. It was too like long. there are there are almost no movies that are not too long nowadays. This was um, what just under two hours. Yeah, it was like an hour fifty seven, I think. Yeah, Maybe an hour no, forty seven. Something. There's no like need that. for a movie like this to be uh, like over. It should an be hour tight ninety minutes. Well, it, well, it was a half an hour of title cards. Yeah, they did love the title. I felt like. <laughs> I felt like pace wise, like the movie felt like it should have been over after they got out of the Russian prison. It felt like a second <laughs> movie after that. It was very like pacing wise. Yeah, very the odd. pacing was weird, but like I was never like bored to tears like I yeah. am with no, a no, lot no, no, of no, these. No, I kind that. of like, yeah, I wasn't bored. All right. Anything else before we get into our five knuckle shuffles? Alec, do you know, think you'll be. Well, actually, you you liked it. Do you think you would like it any more if it wasn't R rated movie? If it was R rated, you mean? I mean, I'm sure. I don't know. I'm sure it would have been just as enjoyable for me. I don't think I would have liked it less. Like, I think God just wants it to be Deadpool three. Yeah, I kind of want Deadpool. Like, I love Deadpool. Like, Deadpool is incredible. Like, I love I love Deadpool. It's one of like Deadpool, Deadpool and Deadpool Two are like two of like the best comic book movies because they're so fucking like I so yeah. ridiculous and out there and also like true to the character. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to Sean's point earlier, like they're they're their own things. They don't feel like the Marvel no. movies like at all. And they'll never happen again. Probably not. Well, I don't know. Deadpool Three is getting written by the Bob's Burgers people. I bet it's going to be funny. But it won't be like, like a gross-out movie in the way that the other two were. There's not gonna be like he's not gonna get pegged. No, yeah, you're probably yeah. I doubt that. Yeah. Have they even mm. made an R-rated movie like Disney since they took over Fox and Marvel and everything else? Fox has had to have made a, an R-rated movie. I don't know. I have no uh-huh. idea. Um. All right. Well, let's get into five knuckle shuffles. Uh, Alec. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. I uh, I and I enjoyed it a lot. I I like the chemistry between everybody. I thought Gal Gadot was good in it. Like she's she's still not like a great actress, but she wasn't distracting or bad or anything. Like she, I thought that it seemed like she was actually enjoying herself being in a movie. She could enjoy herself with with co-stars who were fun and a script that's not totally like buttoned down and serious and growling grim. yeah and and overly yeah. like tense and mean <laughs> yeah um but i thought i thought it was fun like everybody everybody's good in it there's that guy i i can't stand him in anything he's in the guy who played uh soda voce soda viche yeah like I, I he was in him. he's been a bunch of he was in uh silicon valley he was like one of the guys who comes and tries to invest in him uh, and he okay. shows up a few times in the later seasons but he's like just a scumbag in that like i he's just a scumbag in like everything pretty much um he's like a mediterranean jeremy piven sure 
<laughs> um, yeah, he like, like old Harry Piven. Greek IRL. His name was like Chris Diamantopoulos or something See, like look, that. I can I can pick out nationalities, not like Gogs. I said Mediterranean, spot on. Mediterranean well, is not a nationality. What did I get wrong? The Russian and Spanish Russian. thing. Oh, they're just yeah. all weird whites. That's fine. No, 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 no. That is fair. That is technically accurate. The best. He also, accurate. You're right, Alec. It's not a national. It's a region. I nailed the region. Come on, Greek Mediterranean. Come on, right there. I nailed the hemisphere. Yes. Well, technically, Spain and parts of Russia are both in Europe. So I guess God hey. also. <laughs> this oh, guy's no. played Mo in the Three Stooges movie. What? What? That Three Stooges. That Three Rose? Stooges movie. They mean 2012. This guy was Mo. I am shocked that we haven't reviewed that fucking movie. I thought you meant only Johnny Knoxville and Sean Hayes and Will Sasso. No, this is that one. The Farrelly Brothers Will Sasso movie where Will Sasso was curly. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Sean Hayes is Larry. Chris Diamond Polos was Mo. And Will Sasso was curly. Huh. Am I thinking of something else? Mm-hmm. Am I getting two? How am I getting two <laughs> three, recent, Stooges, three Stooges movies confused? How? What the fuck? I didn't know there was this a is, second Three Stooges movie. I'm being frank. This has nothing I'm to do with positive. it. I am positive there's one with Johnny Knoxville as Mo. Unless, like, that's like a fever dream that I Yeah, have. I was going to say, you could just be having a fantasy, <laughs> bro. Like, the, the, wishing against nothing. hope. <laughs> To do with anything, but I I like the ringer that Johnny Knoxville is in. I think that movie's fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's fun. <laughs> I like him in the wa- in Walking Tall. We loved him in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a seven. I, like Alec, uh, Johnny Knoxville was in talks to play Mo in that movie, but he didn't get the part. Ow. Huh. That is. I would have felt like knowledge. I would have uh, felt like so, at that at that point in his at like that point in time, like how did somebody beat him for that? Because he was like, I know. Well, in I'm looking everything at, then, not like starring, but he was in like everything. I put it. Could I, be just I, he, he wanted too much money. Uh, maybe. Uh, honestly, I probably would have saw it if it was Johnny Knoxville in it at that time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought this movie was fun. I didn't find it offensive. It was like charming. It was. I didn't have to pay attention to it. Like it was. Perfectly acceptable Netflix original drivel. It wasn't offensive. <laughs> like, I've seen way worse things on Netflix. Like, I've seen way worse things not on Netflix. We've, we've <laughs> watched we've watched worse things from I, Netflix I would, on this show. I would say yeah, Netflix most... made Netflix made the Full Metal Alchemist movie that yeah. we watched. Oh, oh god! Oh, yeah. This is like oh my god! How did I like, forget about that when I was talking about live action? This is anime like movies. upgrade compared to that. <laughs> no, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt there. Um, TJ, uh, I'm going to give this movie a five for me, dog. I I didn't hate this movie. Uh, I like the action sequences a lot. I felt like the cast was okay, but I felt like the my main problem with this movie is it's a comedy, and I didn't find it funny. Like, I didn't think the comedy landed. And to Sean's point about the script, I think, like, when your comedy doesn't land in your comedy, it makes you pay attention more to the actual storyline, and the storyline's kind of a mess. And it just didn't work for me, but I didn't, like, I wasn't... 
you know, a lot of times we're watching movies on the show. Like, I actively just fucking hate what's going on. I never, like, hated this movie. I was just kind of indifferent to it, I guess. Like, I was waiting for it to, like, grab me. Like, because, again, I thought the intro was pretty well done. Every time they did a, an action set piece, I really thought it was cool. It was shot well. And I liked, like, I liked pretty much all of the, the that, those parts of the movie. Like, I guess I'm like Donald Trump watching fucking Bloodsport. I'm, like, fast-forwarding. <laughs> to the the action parts but like and to Gogs's point like I do feel like it was kind of neutered like this wasn't and I don't know the history of the production of this movie but I'm gonna (laughs) guess and this is just a guess I don't don't know I'm just going off the cuff here I'm gonna guess this is a movie not originally paid for by Netflix this is probably a movie that was produced and then later picked up by Netflix probably something that got caught up in coronavirus because this movie it was it was uh it was Originally, I think it was Universal. Yeah, because this to me seems like a movie like this isn't a Disney Plus movie, but it's so safe it easily could have been. Like Disney could have bought this and put this on Disney Plus, and you wouldn't have batted an eye because it feels a lot like a like a Disney movie. Like, and I don't mean like a, like a kids movie. I mean like they're kind of like like family a, sa- yeah. a safe action movie. Yeah, yeah, and uh. I don't know. It just it didn't uh, the the like I said the funny bits didn't land for me, but I didn't hate it. I just think I thought I, some I, of those jokes tried a little too hard. Oh, they absolutely did, but that that's why it didn't land. Like it's not. I don't find that funny. Like I don't know. You call somebody gay in one scene, I'd laugh probably, but I'm very base. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I I I need I need like gross out. It stays no more dick jokes for me. There's no it's there's a, no poop jokes and it's that kind of like Robin Williams style of comedy where it's just like I'll throw out a thousand jokes a minute like a fucking helicopter machine gun and hopefully two of them will hit. You know what I mean? There, there was there there was a few there was a few of those like multi fired jokes like the, when uh, Ryan Reynolds had some joke about like the most embarrassing thing ever and he's like the the uh vin vin diesel's audition tape for cast it exists, it exists yeah <laughs> and i thought that was funny because i have already read that meme i already know about that and i was like oh i, I do know what he's talking about that is pretty funny but like i don't know again uh, kind of and to, I'm, I'm bouncing around the room but to alex's point it's like not offensive hell what are you doing get out of there why don't go back there you're gonna knock shit over oh my cat oh no jesus christ uh sorry. my balls no, um, but no, to Alex's point, like, it's it's totally not offensive. Like, it's just, I said this to Sean, I think I might have said this to everybody before we started recording, but, like, it felt like a movie kind of made by, like, an AI. Like, this is a movie that's, like, a crowd pleaser for everybody, and it's not, like, I don't know, I need a little bit more, I need a little bit more edge, I guess. I need a little guess bit. What? Like, guess what, buddy? You're part of everybody. It should have pleased you, too. Yeah. You're part of the crowd. I, I I guess, but like, and it did. There were aspects of it that led that I did like. Again, I didn't absolutely hate the movie. This isn't getting a one or a two, um, but yeah, it's just it, it's gonna it's it's gonna just fade away for me. I'm not gonna remember this in a couple of months easily. So, uh, do you want a better a better oh, movie a better movie on Netflix that's similar to this? Uh, I think it's called Six Underground. It also stars Ryan Reynolds. Is that that's- Michael Bay? That's a Michael Bay movie. Is it right? Michael Bay? Yeah. I don't, maybe. Yeah. I don't. I, think, I don't know. I think that's a better wa- movie. You watched this. it. I, I think you talked about it on the show. I think. Yeah, that I. Yeah, I watched it. That's why I'm telling you, it's a better movie than this. <laughs> uh, I know, but I. Th- I think you brought it up on the show. Is what I said. <sighs> it's fun. It's more fun than this. Yeah. Is it about the making of the sneaker pimp song? It's a great song. Wow. 
Sure. Um, a bidding war for this movie oh, involved a number of major Hollywood studios, including Sony, Warner Brothers, Paramount, and Universal, with Universal winning out. So it was announced on February 9th, 2018, that Universal, Jesus. with Legendary Pictures, had uh, won the rights to it. So that's almost four years ago. And the coronavirus, I'm sure, did play a part in it. But this movie's been in production for like four years. Holy shit. That's crazy. Movies is crazy. Mm-hmm. Did, you, uh, did you say me? Yes, go, Sean. Uh, I'm going to give it a six just wow. because I was way higher well, than I thought. I wasn't bored. You know what I mean? And I know that's like a low mark or like a low bar, but like so many of these movies we watch, especially these like movies that have been picked up by somebody else are just fucking like just super tedious. Like, this is kind of like, it's tedious in a very kinetic way, almost like a bottle of Adderall wrote the script. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's just like a million miles an hour. And the best way I could kind of describe this movie, I think, as everybody was talking about it, and how, like, safe it is, it feels like a movie that you would watch with, like, your girlfriend's dad around Christmas time, <laughs> yes, and he'd be yeah, like, <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, man, that was... That was so good, wasn't it? You'd be like, yeah, it was fun. It's like, oh, man, I love that guy. I fucking love The Rocks. You know, he used to be a wrestler. Like, yeah, I heard that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, it's fucking, it's it's a movie. It's perfectly cromulent. But, like, the the action is fun, especially that tracking shot. I wish they would have finished up because it was, like, that tracking shot, the half of it that's in there is so good, it's, like, fucking the beginning of Casino Royale, where he's doing that three-quarter overhead while he's running. But this, like, I don't want to undersell it, but I think this script is fucking terrible. Like, it's the the reel doesn't make any sense. The the twist is like wholly unnecessary. I mean, you could get to the same place by having Rock actually be in the profiler, and then he falls in love with Gal Gadot. They have like actual yeah. on screen chemistry instead of you being told after the fact that they have chemistry. And then he quits being an FBI guy. Wait, he catches them at the end, and then they turn him or something. You know what I mean? There are other yeah. ways to go about this than that twist but like i wasn't bored so it's a six like it's not unmemorable like but it's just uh it's just a movie you know it's, it's yeah. safe and like whatever it's fine yeah uh gobbles uh it's gonna be a six for me uh as well i i everything everybody said right it didn't it's like it's just like that free guy movie like it's there's some also, stuff in here i like also a banger uh, there's some stuff in here I like. There's some stuff in here that's like, it's just like over. It feels safe, right? Like, and look, uh, doing a little digging into what 20th Century Fox has made. I know this is not 20th Century Fox; it's a Netflix thing. But under uh, Disney's ownership, they made Vacation Friends, which is definitely not uh, a safe PG movie. Okay, yeah, that so, was funny. That was so funny. Um, I don't know. Like, I like. I like Ryan Reynolds. I like The Rock. I like Gal Gadot in this. I I I thought the direction isn't bad. The action sequences are a lot of fun. But yeah, to, to Sean's point, the script is just well, to Sean, like the script is the script is terrible, and the jokes and to TJ's point, the jokes aren't funny enough to cover for because if you took like Twenty One Jump Street and you were like, wow, the plot of this is dumb, you're like, I don't give yeah. a shit because Jonah yeah, Hill and fucking C Tates are fucking destroying it, right? Like yeah. you took the other guys. 
and you look at this plot, you're like, this is also dumb. But you're like, no, but these guys are, it's just hilarious. Well, yeah, but the, the problem is, I think, too, like, heist movies in general are hard to be good. Yeah. And just like that sentence was hard to be good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I can think of, like, two good heist movies, like Sorcerer and Heat, and I could tell you a thousand bad ones. You know what I mean? I mean so, like, so... Sexy Beast is a good heist movie. What's the one I like with um with Jimmy Khan? Oh, Ocean Eleven. Thief? thief, yeah, Ocean Eleven. Thief, yeah, yeah, thief. yeah. Like Thief is good. Logan Lucky's a good heist movie. Oh yeah, fair, okay. But like, and Logan, no, Lucky's, but Logan Lucky's legitimately funny. To Sean's yeah. point, there are a lot of bad ones. I will there's, a, no, there's a ton of well, heist movies are really dependent on no one pulling on. They got to make sure they have all of their strings, like pretty fucking squared away because once you pull like the thing that ruined like i loved I'm, i'll be frank i loved the oceans 11 movie until our friend one of our buddies ruined it for me and i was like oh that's not fun anymore um because i like i like how clever a heist movie is when it's done right yeah um but this is yeah this i mean yeah it felt like uncharted it felt like no but i will god this is the best role i've ever seen gal gadot in this movie made—I don't know how it made a shit ton of money on Netflix. I guess it just has a ton of views, so that just that sort of speaks. Yeah, to I, I don't think anybody knows how that works. Yeah. Like, I don't think. Yeah, I have no idea how that works. But like, um, how it, it was—it wasn't boring. It wasn't offensive, and it was—you know—the set pieces were a lot of fun. It's just like it, it was also just very, you know, like I like double cheeseburgers from McDonald's. They but are good. They, they are what they are. And that's this what this, that's what this is. This is the double cheeseburger from McDonald's of movies. Nice. <laughs> so, what's next month's theme? Because we're we still got November. No, we're not. Mm-mm, we, we got one. We got. Oh, I got. I got my pick. I think. Draft day. It's gonna oh, be draft yeah. day. We have one more I, week. I almost pivoted to a perfect world, but I think we've talked draft day up enough that we have to watch that. A perfect world is directed by Clint Eastwood, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's before he went crazy. It's Kevin Costner and like a little kid or something, if I remember. Yeah, where he talks about his pecker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so it's it's draft day. It is draft day. Oh my god! Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! (laughs) I can't wait. Um. Uh, All right. Uh, What is December's theme? Do we land on a December uh, theme? December's theme. I think it's stupid. Hold on. You, I think you suggested this, Gogs, and I hate it, but I don't have anything better. Final... Wow, just getting fucking dragged. Go ahead. Final Distembernation. Final Distembernation's a great... (laughs) Why don't we just do Yuletide Carols and they'll all be fucking movies starring Yul Brenner? Oh, or or, or a famous Carol. Or Carol Channing. Yeah. Yeah. So, got in Gogs is one we have to watch all the Final Destination movies. Yeah, I think Final Destination. That sounds awful. I mean, it would kind of tie into like us when we watched all the Saw movies. I'm alright. Think about it. We get we get a week off for the Molies. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus gets a pick for his birthday. (laughs) Right. Shout out to Jesus. We all get to watch two Final Destination movies. Just gonna pick Fiddler on the Roof again. Yeah. yeah, um, I mean, we can do that. We can do Jewel. T- we can, if someone has a better no, theme, go the for final it. Final destination is fine. Like, no, it's final. You gotta say it right, Sean. It's final December. <laughs> 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 
Oh Christ! Oh Lord! You know I've never seen any of those movies. Like oh, said, you're in, oh, well, my pick is two. Then I've never I saw, seen any. Which of one's them. the one with the logging truck? Two. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it for everybody. I haven't seen them, but I I've seen the first one. But the you you guys remember the first one, right? Yeah. Is that the one? Um, at least first was the airplane, of, right? You know of the scene where it starts with the airplane exploding? Yeah. yeah. So the last movie ends with that airplane exploding. It's a big fucking circle. Oh, what? Fuck. Oh no! I was gonna hope that Alex was like, I've never seen it, but I've read, read the, the books. Uh, made four <laughs> novels. It has a surprisingly deep and rich lore. Yeah, I've read all of the uh, all of the Random House novelizations. Isn't that <laughs> the kid from SLC Punk in the first one? What's his name? Uh, fuck, so. Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa. Yeah, Ali Ali Larder's in the first one. Isn't Devin Sawa the guy Sean that's in fucking the fanatic? The fanatic, yes. Now I'm dying to know if that was always their plan from Jump Street because like technology oh, would. Technology would. I'll uh, give them some credit. Stop, stop. Six movies when they. I'm sat just down saying, this. like if if they managed to make it so the technology and stuff all did like it all tracks and makes sense in the correct chronological order. Then shout out to them for having that level of vision. Um, There's no way, literally no way. They play. They they made those things like every other cheap like horror movie franchise. Like the first one was like super successful, and then they're like, "All right, make another one." And they probably didn't even have a fucking script ready yet. And they're just like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, make another one on your same fifteen million dollar budget. Right. Yeah, exactly. You, no, you. So you think it's like Futurama, where they were sneaking things in from the ending of the show into the fucking intro of the show? Yeah. Okay. Maybe they have that level of thought. I doubt, I doubt it. it. I doubt it very highly. <laughs> All right. Well, next week draft day, the the uh, the rise and fall of the Cleveland Browns, and then Alex taking a month off. <laughs> Back yeah. for the bullies. <laughs> Uh, all right, everybody. Eat your own right. ass. Enjoy the turkey and all that shit. Oh, final death. Wait a minute. Uh oh. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the phone. <laughs> we got breaking Hold news. Phone. Well, shit. Final destination. A couple of them are written by the same guy who wrote the one, and that no movie shit. fucking slaps. Yeah, fucking rules. Dude, we might have some good stuff then. Yeah. The one was awesome. The one was awesome. <laughs> the one was really awesome. He directed Final Destination, then he directed the one, then he directed Hell Final yeah. Destination 3. So you know what? You know what? I'll take it back. I'll watch the first one. Hell yeah. yeah. See if it's All as right. good as the one. I'll pick the, the third one. one. Was fucking tremendous. <laughs> Yeah. I just remember the commercials. Like, there's one where, like, a NASCAR uh, maybe tire... He, maybe like, he got the idea to make it a flat circle thing after making the one. There you go. Oh, maybe. If it's a shared the one universe, then I'm into that, too. <laughs> oh, man. Get <laughs> yeah, I Jet Li's in these. The two guys from fucking American movies show up again in these movies to talk Jet about. Jet Li is actually death. What, what's that? Jet Li is death? I like He's that. He's coming around collecting it's, debts. His name is Death Li. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love that movie. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, so good. it's so good. Uh, yeah, he fucking ends up in Sardaukar at the yeah, fucking. Yeah, he's on Seleucus Secundus. Seleucus Secundus, yeah. Just fighting everyone from every dimension and timeline on a death ziggurat. Like, <laughs> that movie fucking ruled. God, I wish they had picked that movie up from there. 
And then it ended like it ended with some fucking Papa Roach song or so. Oh, yeah. And he's like, "Now you are ruler, bitch." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, All right, everybody. Gobble gobble, bitch. Hell yeah. Gobble gobble, motherfucker. Go watch (laughs) Thanks Killing. That movie rocks. Uh, Oh, the turkey had a fake mustache. Bye. That scene. Uh... Oh my god, that scene. (laughs) <laughs> they're at the dinner table and they don't realize that it's not the father. It's this fucking giant turkey with a mustache. <laughs> Cogs, have you watched that? No, Thanks I need killing. to. Oh, it's so fucking funny.